Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today we are reviewing Hades. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, he thinks that the Beatles are overrated, and he drives in the HOV lane without a passenger. Your favorite Crip boy, Nick Beard. I've never driven in the HOV lane without a passenger. I've seen you. Never. I don't believe that for yeah, a Yeah, I've seen you. Never. I've no, I don't want to break the rule. Do you think it's the, not worth it. Do you think the Beatles are overrated? They are. Yeah. They're objectively overrated. Wow, I wasn't yeah. expecting this reaction. I believe yeah. that personally. I love the Beatles. I, if I don't think slightly. it even takes away from the Beatles. I think they're great. Yeah. But they're definitely overrated. I'm not a fan, personally. Yeah, people get the poster of them walking in the street just so they can say they have it. That's it. Yeah. That other voice you heard. It's me. <laughs> it's him. His favorite movie is Cars 2. And he's the inventor of the salami ketchup and pretzel sandwich. Leader than Nine Nights, Ryan Scalf. Is that true? Dude, that's for sure true. That's on White Brother, I'm on white, assuming. On White Bread. Yeah, okay. he said he yeah. wanted to clarify on White Bread. Yeah. Which yeah, is, when I was a kid, I was a sick freak that needed a lot of help. But I would make a sandwich with salami and ketchup. And like you said, just sprinkle some pretzels on there. When's the last time you had, when's the last time you had one of those? Oh, be honest. I was probably four years old. Four years old, really? I, I want you to revisit and let us know. Do some do some research. I mean, just the thought of it makes me want to vomit. It sounds now. disgusting. Yeah, it's <laughs> horrible. I don't know why. We my, thought, my taste buds are still developing. I thought yeah. Tyler made it up. He didn't make it's it true. up. No, it's true. The Cars 2 is made up, though, because that is a... It's the uh, worst Pixar movie ever made. Tragedy. Yeah, it's truly a tragedy. Today, we're not here to talk about salami, ketchup, and pretzel sandwiches on white bread. We're here to review Hades. This game came out on September 17th, 2020. It's developed by Supergiant Games... Came out on Windows, Mac OS, and Switch. I paid $24.99 for this. Is that what you paid for? I think that's the... Yeah. Okay, that was the, the launch price. Ask me how much I paid for it. Hey, Ryan, how much did you pay for it? I didn't pay for it. So good good interjection there. Ryan didn't play this game. Uh, Nick and I have played it. Ryan's going to be our layperson. We did this with a couple other games, and it creates a good conversation to kind of explain something to a, like a two-year-old. I actually, yeah. Essentially, I have the intelligence of two two year old we're saying but i'm excited to hear about this because you guys have been non-stop talking about it you will not shut up about it. the internet and i don't know you something about you know messing with your dad or something like that that's all i know Yeah, confusing for the layperson yeah the the way you talk about your dad in this game gets a little uh a little weird yeah i got some pretty suggestive (laughs) texts yeah about his father well you were missing the context but yeah yeah, sure sure, i hear hear but anyways so this game is an isometric roguelike uh roguelikes i'm not going to get into the details of roguelikes roguelites i know that's in there but this is technically a roguelike yeah Ryan, do you know what that is? I have no idea what you're talking about. So I don't think you dabble in the genre too much. It's very much like a procedurally generated, you know, I, how would you describe this? It, it's tough to describe it, period. I didn't even really realize there was a difference until we were talking about it earlier. Uh, I just knew that this was roguelike um, just from some of the research and playing it, some of the, the descriptions about it when I got it. Uh, but yeah, it's tough to describe. There's quite a difference. I was reading some articles today on it, and it, it sounds like, it's pretty complex. Uh, you know, like it's not just apparent from the surface. Yeah. So the games I've played in the past that are roguelikes are rogue legacy and FTL. So it's, it's all about runs. So like 
when you play a game. So when you die, you're going all the way back. You're to going the all the way back to the beginning, yep. and you you know sometimes death. Perma, well, not permadeath because you play yeah, again. You get to go again, but it's like a type of permadeath. Yeah, like yeah, they you, kill you in real life. <laughs> there's not real checkpoints life. basically. It's not like yeah. you're you're working progress. You know, linearly, it's kind of this cyclical thing where you're slowly upgrading, slowly upgrading. Right. So you get a little further each time. A little because further you're getting each time. Correct. a better character. Exactly. Yep. Right. So. That's probably like the simplest wrong way to explain a roguelike, yeah. but yeah. that's easiest in my head. And this is like a top-down kind Isometric. of like Diablo. Isometric. Yeah, Isometric. So it's, yeah. it's like a Diablo-like, right? Yep. I'm yeah, not a big the, Diablo uh, guy, so I can't really speak to that. Yeah, so the the top-down isometric field of view, however you want to say that, when you're watching gameplay side-by-side, side, it's it's real similar. Diablo is a little bit more detailed and kind of brings more into the, the picture, but it's similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I feel like I have a good idea of what well, this game is. And I'll go into more detail of some of the mechanics, and that kind of explains what this is a lot better when you explain how it works. Nick, overall, what did you think of the game? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah? I was blown away. I don't know about you, but I didn't do any research about it beforehand. I didn't know it was coming out. Um, I watched the video of it, and within 10 seconds, I was like, this looks amazing. Just the art alone. I'm going to buy it. And I didn't even finish the trailer. I mean, maybe it's because I'm not in this genre at all, but I feel like there was almost no coverage of this game at all. All of a sudden it dropped. At least and beforehand, people were right? Like, oh, shoot. This game is incredible. Yeah. 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 Once the reviews started rolling in, then it just spread like wildfire. Yeah. It was yeah. like every 10 tweets, it was in my feed. Something about Hades. This game was actually in early access, like in 2018 or 2019, something like that. Really? Yeah. That. And it didn't make waves back then. People liked it, but it wasn't a big deal. So I think when it hit Switch, the idea of the Switch really elevates indie games where yeah. you might not play this on an Xbox. But the fact that you can play it on, you know, sitting down on a couch while you're watching a show, you're going to play for this. a price point of 24 bucks. Yeah. Too. The Switch, yeah, it, it kind of gives third-party developers any sort of indie game a huge advantage because it's something, like, you can get to play these games either on the go or while someone else is watching TV or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, just to touch on that point a little bit more... You're, you're seeing a lot of indies pop up on the Switch more and more, and it's huge. Yeah. You know, people are saying, okay, there's these AAA titles on Switch, like The Witcher, for example, or Skyrim, but what about Eastward? What about Hades? What about all these indie games that are coming out yep. that is, in my opinion, the closest thing next to like a mobile version of just a quick indie to play through? Well, I, would I love it. I would say Hades is a perfect Switch game because it's like, yeah. it's in and out, mm-hmm. and there's not much commitment. You can do a room and then turn it off and you save right there. Yeah. So I would definitely say that I recommend this on the switch personally. Yeah. PC and steam are your other options right now. Yeah. If I'm going to be on the PC, which I'm not a big PC gamer, but if I'm going to be on the PC, it's going to be, you know, a mega game. Yeah. Where you're running out of ultra settings. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. So getting into the story, the story is actually kind of important in some ways. I don't want to spoil anything, Nick, but the story is a super angsty one. I compare this to, a teenager uh, rebelling from their father, kind of. That's kind of a very oh, yeah. simple way of explaining it. So you play as Zagreus. Ryan, have you heard of Zagreus before the, in, in Greek mythology? Mm, no. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's not a common character. So there's a couple interpretations of who they are. But in this context or in this game, they're the son of Hades. And you're trying to escape your father's realm of the underworld. And you have the assistance of your family, which are basically the other gods, because you're kind of all related and they're supporting your escape. 
So they're kind of supporting your rebellion to get to Mount Olympus or out of the underworld. And you're working through these different tiers. And in this sense, it's these different rooms. And that's where kind of the roguelike element is. So you're slowly working your way out of kind of hell or the underworld. Does that make yeah, sense? I think yeah, it, I think in Greek mythology... They don't ever use the word hell from from my understanding, but yeah. it's synonymous. Yeah. The under the underworld is synonymous with hell, yeah. you know. So yeah, it's almost like when I was writing a review on this that I started last week. In my mind, I pictured Dante's nine circles of hell. I don't know if you've ever seen that depiction, but there's these circles of hell for each different type of sinner. It's right. kind of like that. You're working your way from the house of Hades at the bottom of the underworld up. To yep. the surface, and you're yeah. going through these layers of the underworld. You want to know? So what I'm picturing like like a 15 year old like screw you, dad. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like, very much screwed. Yeah. He I hate you. <laughs> he literally escapes out his window. So, do you guys want to know what I was picturing playing this game in Greek mythology? I do. Can you guess, Ryan? You can guess. I don't like the look on your face. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Hercules. <laughs> so oh. the Disney's Disney's Hercules is like my point of reference for Hades. Blue flamed. Yeah, um, that's all I know about him. Really, Meg, yeah. Meg. I didn't know he had a son. Also, it's yeah. debatable. Yeah. It's it's not like I looked up some Greek. Oh, this history. was an actual Greek mythology. Yeah, there's the name Zagreus is out there. Some yeah. it's sometimes referencing Hades himself yeah. potentially. Yeah, but Zagreus exists exists mm. or existed, whatever you want to call it. So Zagreus yeah, again, angsty teenager doesn't like his dad. Not at all. Very mad. Um, they call him uh, Zag sometimes. Zag. Right? Dad's is, kind of like a... Ooh, that's uh, a sick, angsty name. Isn't it, Zag? Yeah. I can, I'm into it. I, yeah, so... Hey, it, Zag, give me a cigarette. Zag, no, no. Zag, that's unhealthy. We're yeah. already in hell. <laughs> His dad's like a uh, like a strict boss. Like, yeah, he, he's like... Really, he's hard on everyone. Yeah. He's kind of like a... He looks like he's at a secretary desk, and he's making sure the underworld is functioning as it should at, at all times. He's very yeah. businessman-like, yeah. but well, he's got the beard of you know Kratos, oh, yeah. basically, right? Huh? Underworld's not going to run itself. Exactly. He gets so, no respect, really. Nick, That's a good point. on this topic, did you like the story? I love the story, actually. I, I wasn't expecting anything from the story. I know. To be honest, I was yeah. just expecting hack and slash, roguelike, dungeon crawler. And the characters, the stories, the attitudes of the characters, mm-hmm. the entire thing was surprising. The I, writing's I awesome. It. Yeah. Oh, even the language. Yeah. The language as you're reading it. It sounds like someone speaking from that time. The voice acting's great. Voice acting was incredible. The yeah. music, guys, I've been so going like on about the music. Simple Plan, Yellow Card, e- exactly. <laughs> like super <laughs> angsty. All yeah. American Rejects yeah. is in there. <laughs> I'm Welcome just a to kid my life, and life is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh, no, the music was fantastic. If you listen to our last podcast where we talked about how Ryan and Jacob shamed me into buying a $300 vinyl, <laughs> they tried to do the same this time as well with the soundtrack to Hades. Yeah. I didn't, didn't still fall trying. for it this time, but still well, yeah, it's, it's not done. Check it's in next week. fantastic. Yeah. And we'll put the video in our review so you can listen to it while you read. But the, the music, the art, the characters, the language complemented the, the entire experience. How would you define the music? Ugh. Like what genre? It, yeah. it, it mixes a lot. Is it, I'm picturing like a Skyrim kind of Dova King. No, so it's, it's it, not like that, but it's instrumental. It's, it's instrumental. all instrumental. Well, no, there's actually some singing and in certain it, sections. Okay, is it kind of like yeah, Castlevania, yeah, yeah. like very. Well, that would be closer, I think, than vampire-ish kind of. It's very much like there's like like metal. It's kind like of. angst. It's like a uh, like a, almost like a soft metal. Like oh, it's sure. not. It's yeah. not like 
this heavy metal, no, soft core metal. It's like this metal that, yeah, that's like building <laughs> up underneath. And you, I don't either. It sounded weird. And it's like you're waiting <laughs> for it to explode, and it just doesn't. It carries you through. But it, it's the music just was like fantastic. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm right about that, right? Yeah. yeah I don't. I, it, the music's great. I don't know how to define it. It's very rock influence. I'll say that you hear a yeah. lot of like guitar in there. But yeah, it's, imagine any type of music you'd listen to in the underworld. Think. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. Oh. Meets... uh, That's not what I was thinking at all. Meets folk, uh, medieval folk. No, meets uh, Mm. Black Label Society. Sure. I don't know who that is, but... I have no idea Or like a soft version of Pantera. Listener. Yeah. It's good. I don't know how to call it. Look it up. It's on Spotify. The vinyl set is is $59. You get four records, which is a a steal. legit. And it's a collector's edition. There's only like a thousand prints. If you're in a vinyl, check that out. It's sick. It's not sold out as of the recording of this podcast. So, Nick, you like the story? Yeah. I One cool thing about this, it's about runs. One aspect, this is not a spoiler, but it borders it. When you beat the game or when you complete a run, you can keep doing runs. I'm not going to explain why because that's some spoiler territory. Yeah. But as you complete more runs, more story is divulged. Yep. Yeah. Which is a really cool mechanic because I beat this game. The next day, I wanted to hop back in and keep doing the run. So yeah. you can run through with different weapons. Mm-hmm. You can do it with different challenges. And it, it creates, it unlocks more dialogue. So it's not at all dependent on how far you get in the run. It's just sheer amount of time played. Uh, no, well, so you do have to get to the end of the run. Yeah. But what happens when you get to the end of the run, it's kind of like finish the run again and see what happens next. You do another and th- and There's not another this, and this another ending one. story. Yeah. So you okay. really beat the game multiple, like I think it's intended to beat multiple times to unlock the full story. So for Nick and I, I think you beat it once. Yeah, and are we going to talk about uh, God Mode? Yeah, we can talk about God okay, Mode. So no, talk I, about it now. I beat it, then turned on God Mode, and then started running through it again, and I didn't realize what God Mode was, but essentially... You put on God mode, it's in the options, real simple. I don't recommend doing it unless you've beaten the game, but you start at like a 20% resistance to damage, and each time you die, it increases 2%, caps out at 80. So it makes it a little bit easier as you start going through, but I beat the game, then put it on, uh, beat the run anyways, put on God mode, ran through it one more time, and then haven't haven't gone through a third time, but so, I plan to keep going. And yeah. I think actually on the top of God mode, it's not that I don't recommend it until you beat it. I think it's right for some people up yep. front where some people don't like these type of games because they're frustrating. That would be me. Well, and disclaimer, yeah. disclaimer, Hades is not, it's anything but easy. It's not easy in the slightest. It's not easy. It's so extremely frustrating up front. I think that they put that in there is a nice, you know, olive branch to people. that will. Take it is. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's super important to, for the listener to know if you are, if you see Hades and it's kind of intimidating to you. There's a mode for you. And I think I think you should experience the story. I think you should experience the mechanics. So if that's a turnoff to you, buy the game, play it in God mode. There's no shame in playing it with God mode. Yeah, because I was reading, I was just kind of reading through some of the reviews halfway through it. And, uh, you know, one of the third stages, you fight this third boss. And I was reading, one person said that they had all the death defiances and they'd ran through it like 20 times and still could not beat it. Oh, and they, wow. were, they were reaching out to Reddit like, what do I do to beat this? So yeah. it's it's very difficult. It's challenging. It's super challenging. For some people, they're going to absolutely love that. And some people, they're going to absolutely hate that. It's very much Twitch. Like I saw this, uh, someone commented on Twitter and was asking if it's twitchy. It's very twitchy where you have to have these, you know, Twitch 
responses and uh, reactions to what's happening. Yep. Oh, like Halo sniping. That's fair. Um, that's a Twitch. Yeah. Didn't you Twitch sniping? Yeah, sure. That's all I did. Sure. Just sure. as you scan your your course yeah, or quick scope, I guess for Call screen. of Duty. Quick scoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. That's a trigger. That's yeah. a FPS comparison. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. So. Anything on story before we kind of go into the mechanics, which is tied into story? Yeah, so I think one thing here, and this is, in my opinion, one of the things that complemented the entire game the most was the amount of energy that they put into the characters. So you have all of these characters. Some of them are going to sound familiar. Some of them are not. Uh, Of course, they have all the Olympian gods in there. So, you know, you run into Zeus, Poseidon. You even run into Athena, Aphrodite, Artemis, Eris, Dionysus, which I'd never heard before, yeah. which is the uh, god of wine. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of cool things in here. I, you even run into Achilles. So for some of you, you'll remember Brad Pitt playing Achilles in the famous <laughs> sure, 2004 sure. Troy movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, great classic. callback. Yeah, great callback, Brad Pitt. Shout out. My favorite. Best thing he's ever done. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, I didn't, yeah, wow. Sure. I thought I was. I thought that was gonna be a hot take, but over Fight Club. I mean, Troy. Have you seen Troy? Many times. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Every time. I've been to the beach. That. Yeah, anyways, my favorite was uh, <laughs> Sisyphus. I don't. I don't mean that. You know who that is? Say it again. Sisyphus. I'm sure I, I encountered that. You said that. it. Is that the chaos? The is that time. chaos? No. So he is one of the the individuals you meet in a room. And he just gives you a boon, life, or darkness. And he's standing oh. next to a boulder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the individual from the famous story who cheated death twice and on the third time lost, and he was forced to roll a boulder uphill for the rest of his life. Wow. So it, it, there's tons of characters throughout this. And in the game, he's leaning on a big yes, boulder. Yes. Yeah. And so there's tons of characters in this game. You can tell that they have... Lit, almost everything you touch in the game has some type of Greek mythology to it, even down to the currency you use. Chernin's Obel okay. is the coins that you would put over the eyes of a dead person during a burial in and that's Greek why mythology. And that's why they're in yes, Hades. And in, in the Divine Comedy, Dante's uh, Divine Comedy, that's what you would give the fairy master to be taken from death into the afterworld. So that was kind of like wow. your ticket to pay... Which, on that subject, Charon, the creepy guy who never talks, who sells things in the underworld, yep, he was the fairy master in Dante's Divine Comedy. So every character has kind of like this deep mythology background, and if you don't know it, look at every character. You know, you can go to their the wiki and, and Google it, or just read through it. But uh, they put a ton of energy into the characters and I absolutely loved that. Yeah, who, they really who, did. Who is this? Nick has photos of some of the characters. Who is that? Theseus? He's Theseus? jacked. He was the, Did hero, he really look like the hero of yeah, Athenians. Yeah, and he looked just like that. <laughs> yeah, so he was the accurate? founding hero for the Athenians in the same way that Hercules was the founding hero for the Dorians. He reminded me of Hercules. Yeah, and he's the, you know... Not, he looks like Captain a, Planet. I think it's a spoiler alert, but he's oh. the... The third. Not too much to spoil. Yeah. He's a boss. He's, He's a one boss. of the bosses. Yeah. There's about three, three, you know, bosses before the big boss. And yeah, we don't have to go into the, who that is. But I think it's safe to mention, too, in this game, you can pet a dog. You can pet a dog. And that will go oh, into our really? score. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You, can, you can pet a three-headed dog. That's yes. a big deal. So going into gameplay mechanics, we kind of touched on it. But one of the real unique things about Hades is that it's structured – in a series of runs, but it makes sense for the story. Like we said, you are 
zag, you're working your way up. And when you die, you're reborn back, you know, at the bottom of Hades and you have to work yourself out up again. And it, it kind of ties into the story and it's a gameplay mechanic for roguelikes. So I thought it was a great explanation for why you're doing this for the story. And again, like I said, when you beat it, it's further explained why you're going to keep doing this again and again. So you gain treasure throughout your runs, which some of them can permanently upgrade your character. And it's kind of essential to get out of the underworld. The because House of 80s, yeah. The House of 80s, yeah, because that's referenced a lot. So you're getting these jewels and you're getting these, this type of currency. What's the blue one called? The, the purple. I'm sorry, yeah, the purple. darkness. So the darkness is kind of that's the That's a currency? Darkness is kind of like a currency. Kind of like it's currency. an upgrade. Yeah. yeah. It's an upgrade mechanic uh, where you can permanently upgrade Zagreus. Yeah, you're starting your starting features the next run. Yeah, and it's a, it's honestly essential to move up through yeah. these. So you're upgrading your character, but one of the coolest mechanics, and we haven't really touched on this too much, is that there's these there are these things called boons. Boons are gifts from the gods, the other and gods, the other gods, your family members. Yeah, it's funny because it's like. Uncle Poseidon. Yeah, Uncle Zeus. Uncle yeah. Zeus. And then they talk about how, oh, yeah, you know, we're your uncle and your dad's such a jerk and all this. It's kind of funny, the banter that goes back. The and writing's fantastic. The members. So what basically is happening is you are trying to escape the underworld and your family members are helping and they're helping through these things called boons. Boons range between what God is giving it to you. So, for example, Zeus is going to give you a upgrade that's related to lightning typically. So let's say every time you dash a lightning bolt will strike an enemy nearby enemies. Yeah. Or it's going to like overcharge something where like when you swipe, you're going to have more of an electrical charge with it. Yeah. And that applies to every single one of these gods. And there's so many of them. So like Poseidon, he'll, he typically has like a push away effect. So if you're dashing or if you swipe, or if you throw something, it's going to, typically disperse your enemies and spread yeah. them out. Eris, the god so, of war, had like this black, they were like blades that would come out from whenever yeah. you uh, sprinted. You yep. know, they would come out. And so you could sprint around enemies and they would just, you know, cut them up. And do you get these boons the entire run? Yes. The entire run. Wow. And then of so course, once you get once into you, the right room, if you get lucky enough to get a right. randomly generated room yes. that has a boon, you're like, oh, it's right, off. and there's some choice on that. When there you get is. to the end of each room, there'll be most most of the rooms, there'll be two doors. Above each door will be a sign. So if you know the boons and understand the signs, you can kind of choose which way you go. But even then, there is a big luck aspect to it because Huge luck aspect. you can go in there and they cannot offer the same boons yep. as they did your other run. Yep. Or Sometimes I even took one boon and it canceled out a boon I had. Yeah. So I, I mean, there's there's different things to it, but a lot of it's luck. There's a big big a luck huge, factor. Huge to luck it. factor. And you make a great point. With when I first started playing this, I didn't know what these rooms were. <laughs> it was and literally I, twenty hours into the game before I really knew what I was confidently doing could pick a room. So yeah. there's strategy to it because you you know going into this room you're going to get this type of upgrade. We're going to get currency. We're going to get health out of this. Yeah. So there's, there is the element that takes the luck out of it because you are choosing. But once you are there and you're kind of getting that draw, the boon draw is going to be different every time for the most part. Like I, I know on some of my runs, I wanted to recreate my build. You don't recreate your builds in this game. Yeah. You get lucky and potentially have something similar. Yeah. And then mm. you, you, there's one major thing here when you talk about darkness and upgrading, which I think it's cool for us to just say when you're upgrading at the end of each run, you're going into your bedroom and it looks like this luxurious bedroom with like oh, yeah. this fancy bed, all this art. There's this massive dark mirror. It's, it's called angsty. The, it's called the, the night mirror. Um, and then you go to that and upgrade. So anyways, I, I 
They think it's cool. There is one thing you go on in your... the mirror and put on your black makeup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I hate my dad. And there's uh, a towel in the corner. Nobody understands. Yeah. Simple plan comes on. <laughs> I'm just a kid. Oh, we're then, bringing it back. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> death defiance. Can we can we talk about talk that about real death quick? defiance? So here's one of the things. If you don't read my review, I'm just going to tell this to people up front. Just spend a minute looking into what the boons are if you can. Um, don't be like me. It wasn't until 20 hours that I realized you could buy this thing called Death Defiance. Oh, really? When you die, yeah, when you die, you come back to life right there. And it's like a, a kind of like a one-up. You like get like a life. percentage of your health. Yeah, you, you, you don't just end immediately. So pay attention to the boons. It's really important. You know, the currency, the darkness, all those things play a big part. You can't just rush through it. You can't, no. And even then with a luck factor and knowing some of it, there were times where I would be almost dead and I would have to choose between, do I want this boon to make me stronger or is it smarter to go to the currency room? Cause yep. I know I'm going to need to purchase another life soon. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of strategy to it. Mixed there's with a luck. lot, there's a lot of strategy and there's a lot of understanding how the game works. Yeah. Now we, you, you've touched on it where kind of 20 hours in, you finally kind of clicked. It yeah. takes time for this game to click. Yeah. This game is super hard to, wrap your mind around at first, mm-hmm. but once you do, man, is it amazing? Yeah. Like I didn't like this game up front. I, there was a lot of hype around it. It confused me a little bit. I yeah. wasn't good at it. It was frustrating. And once I kind of put the time in and took the effort to understand it, it's amazing. It's yeah, absolutely amazing. You even amazing. tweeted I, that one day that you just something, it just clicked with you. It just clicked. And I was like, clicked. Oh my gosh, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So I feel like if, if I hadn't had you guys explain this game to me, I would have quit. So long. Well, ago. I didn't have someone like this either. Like right. I, I, we went in blind yeah. alongside each other where it's like, and we, again, we don't talk too much about these games as we play them to keep it kind of fresh for the podcast. Other than the dad comments. Yeah. Yeah. So it we'll say that again. Other than the dad comments you, we dad. made about Hades. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, that's all we talked about. So Nick, I want to know what was your favorite weapon? It's really tough to say because my favorite weapon and what I finished my first run on were two different things. Oh, okay. So uh, explain both. My favorite weapon was the Shield of Chaos. Ooh, yeah. It just felt good. And when you even, here's another thing I didn't realize till the end of the game that you could actually upgrade your weapons. Oh, I yeah. I did not know Well, this. no, you, you can't. I don't think you can do it until you beat it the first time. Oh, so maybe that's why I didn't get it then. That's exactly so, why. The uh, Shield of Chaos was my favorite because you could throw it and it would bounce off like four or five people and come back. But it still allowed you to just strike at a good distance. You're Captain America, basically. Pretty much, yeah, of the Underworld. The game that I, the the weapon I used when I finished the run was the Adamant Rail. The gun? Yes. You beat the game with the gun. It was, I can't say it's my favorite, but I enjoyed it. I mean, wow. It was fun. That's cool that you beat it. With, I want to beat it with that, but no. I think it would be difficult. But if you're able, real quick, hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the phone. Yeah, reel this back. They have guns in the Are underworld. Are you a soul? Like you're a soul character, or is there a squad that you're nope, building? No, you're just just you. Zag. Just Zag. Just Zag. Z okay. money. All right. So the the six weapons that exist in the game. There's the sword, the spear. And there's only six weapons. The, only well, six. It's, it's not only. Honestly, it's very complex. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't feel like you. there's not enough. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Once yeah. you find out what clicks for you, you don't even want to try the other ones for the most part. Yeah, and another thing that I noticed was one of those weapons that Jacob's about to talk about is the Twin Fists of mm-hmm. Malfon. Yeah. I didn't realize this, but once I switched weapons, which I didn't do at first, I waited till I got to a point where I was stuck, and then I was like, fine, I'll, I'll try other weapons. It unlocked a new dialogue. With new people. I, With the fists? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I noticed that. So uh, I had never met the goddess of nature 
until I wore the gloves. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know uh, if you ever ran into her, but then it allowed me I to use ice I have never ran into the goddess of nature. You haven't? Well, she's not in Phoenix very much. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the sword, spear, bow, shield, twin fist, and then gun. So... My preferred weapon. I feel like that's the obvious choice. What? The gun? A gun. Just no, it's not. Shoot them. It's, it's not. Because it, it's weird. So you have, it's like, uh, what's the game? Gears of War 5. You know when you end, you finish your last bullet, and then there's this reloading thing? Right. It's that, but oh, you don't, that would screw you don't you. get to click in the middle to time it to reload faster. It's you, there's just, just a, a reloading delay. time. And in this game, yeah. that is life and death. Everything is delay. so fast in this game. It's, you know, in my opinion, it's like Diablo and then the fast-paced, crazy metal music of Doom. Like, everything's just fast yeah, and hell. A, yeah. And so, anyways, it, it, there's another aspect of the gun that shoots rockets, but they're like slow rockets that shoot up in the air. And so, anyways, at first, I was like, this is going to suck. There's no yeah. way this is going to work. It ended up being... An excellent weapon. I'd like to make it work. So speaking to what Nick's saying with the rockets and the different types of guns. So speaking to what Nick's describing, there's four main types of attack. So there's a regular attack, which for this case, it's just, you know, shooting like normal or like yeah. just like, th- you know, slashing your sword like normal. There's a special and that's where a lot of these weapons shine where you're throwing your spear in some cases or you're doing a big ground pound or in your case, you're shooting a rocket. There's the dash, which is not just an evasive maneuver. It's also, you can use it to deflect things. You can use it to damage people. And then there's the magic cast. So a cast is typically, you can upgrade that as you play and it can be unique things. But for the most part, it's typically just like a little throwing dagger. Yeah. That I didn't use much. I don't know about you. It was the least, it was my least favorite thing. I think as you play more and as you go through more runs, it becomes more feasible to use. Right. And I don't know if it was a boon or an upgrade, but at one point, you know, there's a an option for when you cast that dagger and it's in an enemy. Yeah. Then the damage is more when it's in them. So I think that you once you get the hang of it, it's better. But it was not one of my my well, go to. Another boon example, just like that, is when your dagger is out or when your cast is out, you take less damage. Yeah. Isn't like there's there's, there's just really so many cool creative things. There's so many yeah. options. Your build is different every time. And when I say build, your character, their powers are different every time, and that creates an experience you crave more of. And yeah. are they, have they talked about, are they planning to add into this game or is this like, it's over? I don't know if it needs it really. Cause I feel yeah. like there's a wealth of content that I have. I've, I scratch, I feel like one run through is scratching the surface. So. Yeah. And, and then also halfway through the game, you, I don't know if you unlock it. There are certain items you get certain currencies where then you can take it to the house of Hades contractor. And <laughs> there's like a contractor that will upgrade literally called the house the of Hades. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know if it was an uh, an upgrade or an unlock, but there's a desk in your room, and then it shows you the achievements that you've gotten. Yep. And it shows you all the different boons. And I, I what I found was I, I was just picking the ones I knew. Yeah. And there were so many that I hadn't picked. So you know, if you're listening to this, try all of them. Like it, when you get to the your next run, don't pick the same one you picked last time. If you run into that because yep. you know it's good, try yep. something new. You yeah, know, just like a, just like a freshman in college, this game's all about experimenting, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh. So I feel like you guys have explained like the combat really well, but what are you actually fighting? Mm. Various demons of eighties. Okay, so it's kind of like a Doom style. They range. Yeah. So as you work your way out of the underworld, the enemies you fight become more humanoid. Yes, same thing with the dialogue. They also change depending on the weapons you use. So in my experience, I never once saw these giant floating hands that reminded me of the hands from Zelda. 
uh, Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time. You know the hand that would be hanging from the ceiling that would fall on you? Oh, or, I hated it. I would say, Ryan, that's you. You're yeah. the Zelda yeah. guy. So there were these hands. I never once saw those until I used the gauntlets. They Really? Yeah. So I don't know if that was just me, but I felt like changing the weapons also unlocked certain... I wouldn't uh, be surprised. A lot of things are kind of triggered by... Your choice. Yeah, but and they're so, like demons, different ghouls. They, they change at each place. They're all trying to keep you in yeah. Hades. Yeah. Is imp- there anything up on the surface that's trying to also keep you down? Not exactly, no. So everyone on the surface, like all the other gods, they're, they're trying to help you out. They're all helping. They're helping you out. Yeah. So once you get to the surface, you're at the surface, but also for the people that are big fans of mythology, they'll know that guarding the gates to the surface is Cerebus. Cerebus. And, and we, the giant three-headed dog. We I thought it was Cerberus. Cerberus. There you go. Yeah, that, that's that's better pronunciation. Sure. Yeah. So he's guarding the actual and again, to the surface. The whole thing is consistent with Greek mythology. Yeah. And to yeah. your point, you did a, you know a lot more than I do, and you're finding a lot of these cues that I yeah, that went over my head. Still things that I, even as I was reading through the character sets, there were things I didn't I didn't realize. But, I didn't realize, because I've read the Divine Comedy, I didn't realize Karen pronounced it. It looks like Charon. I didn't realize Karen was the fairy master. So, yeah. I mean, just a ton of the really cool Karen. things. The first Karen. The first Karen. They pronounced it Karen, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I, so, actually, they don't ever pronounce his name because he doesn't talk. He just babbles. No, but Zag pronounces the name. Okay, he might. Yeah, I, I when I was I taking my Sharon. notes, I wrote down the pronunciation just so that I wouldn't mess somebody's up. Oh, nice. Up. Yeah. Did some research. So, yeah. so, Ryan, does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I feel like I have a really good idea of what this game is. And it sounds like there's enough diversity in the gameplay that the hundreds of runs you do do not get boring. The, there are so many different diverse types of enemies that you have to approach differently that, yeah, it each run feels new. And that's really hard for a game to do. I think that's why this is getting so much praise. This game excels at making things feel fresh. You know, roguelikes are very repetitive. This is not repetitive to me. Some yeah. of the, the milestones as you, you know, kind of the mini bosses, that's repetitive in some ways, but each room's different. The boons you get, your character is different every run. They just keep it fresh. Yeah. And something I wrote in the review on this topic was that while this game is anything but easy, I truly felt like each run that I did, I was a little bit better. Like as far Absolutely. as my, my level up, as far as understanding it, and you feel that, which makes it exciting because you can get all the way through a run, you know, get to the third level of the underworld and it can take you 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. And then I would get slain and I would be so excited about the next run. Yeah, you're all excited. the darkness I had collected, I knew that I was going to level something up. And so they they did that really well. Really well. Really well. You're not okay. mad when you die, I which like is shocking. Yeah. I mean, okay, no. there were a couple times when I got very close to yeah. the end that I was mad when I died. But for the most part, even yeah. now when I'm replaying the game after beating it, I don't mind dying at all. And having to start yeah. back from fresh and pick a new weapon and pick so, a different build. And you could get on a run that just absolutely screws you. Yes. Right? Dude, like and bad boons and yes. bosses or something. That's a great point. Or the exact opposite. Exactly. Which happened on the run that I beat the game. I just happened to get super lucky. Uh, you know, there, there's a place where you have to get past Cerebus. And uh, you Cerberus. Have, Cerberus. <laughs> Cere- Cerebus. Cerebellium. Cerebellium. Uh, anyways, you have to go to six different rooms to find him uh, dog snacks. Dog snacks. Dog meat. Bug snacks. Dog meat to try and distract him. Bug snacks. PS5 plug. On the run that I beat it, it, I picked the right room on the first try. Yeah. Which was just You can get completely lucky 
and okay. beat this game. All right. And it's, so it's not like every single room ends in two doors. Like no, there's times some, where you have to some go rooms, complete different Some directions. rooms yeah. end in three options. Some end in one option. Mm-hmm. It's, it's random and it's procedurally generated. So there's, there's some, there's an algorithm behind it. That's calculating how this all works. Yeah. Sure, that's, something that's, that's randomizing it, yeah. Hmm. But no, it, that's a great point. Where there's some runs when I'm like, I'm I'm beating this game right now. This this these boons are perfectly complementing one another, and those are the ones where I get really frustrated. Actually, yeah. where like, that's a missed opportunity. I had everything I needed, and that was on me. But yeah. vice versa, the one that I actually beat it on, I was going to concede. I was going to drop out of that run, and I was like, these boons are terrible. Huh. I'm not getting anywhere with this. And that's the run I beat it on first, what which weapon? is really weird. Spear. Spear. Okay. Yeah, Spear's my favorite. Yeah. And you it's get all the weapon. weapons right up, up front. No, no, you unlock them. Oh, okay. You unlock them as you go. Yeah. So actually, Nick's preferred weapon, I think you unlock less. He's the last. very last weapon, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's mechanics. Am I missing anything mechanics? There's some other deeper elements there, but yeah, for I mean, the most you can part. Yeah, go deeper, but I think that's a good explanation of it. The game is really fast-paced, um, you know, it's a hack and slash. You're moving super fast, trying not to die. There's a million things going on at once. Yeah, yeah. you're you're. Uh, and the the lead character Zag looks like the lead singer of Green Day. Is what I'm gathering. A younger, yeah, a younger, right. uh, more gothic. eye makeup. Yeah. What is Billy? Billy. Yeah, it's Billy something. Billy Jean. I, close, honestly. You said he looks like him. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Sure. So, Nick, anything you want to touch on before we actually go into scoring this? No. No, I don't think so. I think this scoring is where I'm going to just kind of wrap up my overall opinion. All right, I'd like you to jump it. into this first. Score it so hard. So I, I do want to... Ryan say what <laughs> he thinks it Hold on. Is. We're only going to do my score. <laughs> Hold that thought. I'm going to write the review. Actually. So one thing coming into this, and we started playing this game after it got a bunch of buzz from the media. The media talks about this game as if it's in the it's a game of, game of the year contender. Yeah. I've heard people talk about this. I've heard them say this. Chris that, last week. Yeah, Chris Pack. Yeah, the, he yeah, says this, this might this be morning. his game of the year. Yeah. Which is, I, I agree with him. I think it's yeah. in the running when I break this down. So that context, I think, kind of is important because that personally influences me. Yeah, and if Cyberpunk gets delayed again, then it'll definitely, definitely be. It's definitely in the running. So, uh, Ryan, based off what we've described, based off what you've seen on the internet, where do you actually think this will fall? Okay. <clears throat> As a layperson. I was, I'm like right on the verge, like a high four. I'm not sure you guys feel strongly enough to give it a five yet. I know it's definitely not a three. I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna guess this is a four. That's pretty fair. I want to hear you wrote a review already, right? Yeah. Did you score this and your did you break I did, down? Yeah. What did you give this? So in I gave it a four. It was in my mind, it was near perfect. I it, if there if we were doing low and highs of the numbers we were giving, it would be a four point, you know, right below a five. 4.8, 4.9. It is definitely a game of the year contender for me. I think it's a little tough once we have the cyberpunks and the Valhalla's that will that will battle it. But it's insane to think that you can spend twenty four ninety nine on an indie game for the Nintendo Switch and it provide as much enjoyment, uh, story, narrative, music, voice acting, everything that Hades did. It's a fantastic game. And if someone gave it a five, I, I would have zero heartburn. I just, I'm always you know, a little hesitant on my, my ratings, but it's it's a high four. Nick's signature you phrase. You never have heartburn. Never. <laughs> Nick's signature phrase. No. I'll, zero, I'll have zero heartburn. I got those Tums on me at all times. <laughs> so I want to challenge you a little bit, Nick. You said mm. near perfect. Yeah. Now... Our five out of five is not perfect. 
our five out of five is legendary, and we very much specify that it's not perfect. Yeah. There's no such thing as a perfect game. I would also add, we are comparing this to other games of the genre, right? I don't want to compare this to Red Dead Redemption Two because yes. these are two different. We can fall into that easily. Animals. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I and go. So I go a little bit of both on that. Is but. this the greatest roguelike game that has ever been made, in your opinion? Every, like the best one you have ever seen? Because if it is. This is a legendary roguelike game. That's a great. Yeah, that's so, a great point. So that is a great point. It's very challenging. I like to challenge you. A hundred percent. It's a legendary roguelike game. No, hundred percent. There's, no, there's no question about it. I don't view that like that. I I view all of my gaming experiences combined rather than the you're same. comparing them on the same plane. Yeah, field. it's the the entire everything that goes into it. Because we're you, we're talking about take roguelike aside. We're talking about the depth that they put into the Greek mythology. The music, um, the storytelling, the art, like all of those things, even though Red Dead's a different kind of art, the art is so fantastic in this game. I, I bought it immediately because of it, just because of the way the characters looked. So yeah. while it's a different beast, I still will will judge some of those things regardless of the genre. I'm holding my score still because I, I want to keep it's challenging five. you. It's a five. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold my score. Right, so every new game is like fighting an uphill battle in my brain. So yeah, it has to overcome the nostalgia I have for the other games in that genre that I already have established I love, right? Yeah. Every new Zelda is competing against incredible games. Zeldas. Yes. So the best of the Zeldas might be a lot better than the best first-person shooter game I've ever played. But that doesn't mean that the best first-person shooter I've ever played, which is Halo 2, obviously. Obviously. Uh, obviously. <laughs> it's a five, right? I don't want to compare these games with something that's so different yeah. and has given me such a different experience that we can't even we can't even give it a fair score. Does that make sense? We have to be careful with how we fall into that. So I think, like you said, comparing to other roguelikes and where I'm, I don't have a score right now. I, I came into this very open-minded between a four and a five. And the reason is, is that, what did we say negative about this game? I didn't hear one thing negative, just for context. I'm, I'm struggling to think of something negative. I can't I heard think frustration. Of frustration? And that's no, good. That's yes. a good, that's a good, it's a dark exactly. souls. It's a, well, I just got slayed 50 times. The only negative I can think of is that the, when it clicked, it took time to click. That's not a bad thing. It's mm. just, that was a frustration that could have caused me to put the game down. No, and I don't think it... I, I solely blame myself for that because I just bought the game and rushed through everything, didn't even take the time to sit down and kind of read what was going on. So, I mean, if I would have, that's not even a negative to me because if I would have just yeah. stopped and paid attention, yeah. I, I wouldn't have even had that. It's comment. not a negative. Yeah. And here's another factor. What did you pay for this game? $24. Okay. Insane. So you guys are describing a $25 game like I haven't heard you describe a $60 game in a long time. Sure. So it's... Yeah, this is one of those things. If I could reach out to, uh, is it Super Giant? Super Giant. If I could reach out to Super Giant, back in time a little bit. And so what are you gonna say? Say, guys, this is charge a four, more forty dollar title <laughs> easily. Charge more easily. Now that I've already bought the game, guys, start look, charging I want, yeah, more. Yeah, I want you to make money, and I, it was on really, sale. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks last yeah. week. Yeah, insane. So, so, in summary, without us giving a number right now, buy this game no matter what. The price is the price is solid. You I will might not go, be upset. I about might go play this. Dude, the value is amazing. The value is amazing. So yeah. coming back to it though, Nick, we didn't say anything neg negative about it. Mm. This is, in my opinion, groundbreaking for the genre. I loved it and I want to keep playing it. Most of these games, when we get to our review, I'm, I've kind of like written it off and I'm moving on to the next game. 
Oh, and and I'm even more like that than you are, I think. Yeah. And I put it on God mode and ran back through again. I want to go play right now. We're talking about it. So to me, Mm -hmm. that, I want to, like I said, challenge you. It's a really good challenge. I want to challenge you because I can't, I want to say a four. I have no reason to say a four. So this is. Can I read a five? Can you read both of them? Yeah. Yeah. I'll start with four. Yeah. I'll start with four and then we'll move to five. Four is impressive. It's this game is worth your time and money. The gameplay and design stand out among others in its genre. There were some aspects still left to be desired, but the game delivered in every other way. The development of this experience is clearly done by professionals and was made with gamers in mind. We just like it, so play it. So that's the four. That's a four. Here's a five. There's nothing I can think of left to be desired. I know. Here's a five. We cannot emphasize enough that this game is among the greats. If you are a fan of this genre, this is a must-buy and should be purchased post-haste. If you are not at all a fan of this genre, please reconsider and step out of your comfort zone for this game. It it's does justice. To I just got five. the chills. I just it got does, the chills. It does justice to the entire category. It's a five. We bestow upon this game the greatest honor Bush League Gaming can offer. Legendary status on a small amateur blog site made by dads. <laughs> <laughs> we should be reading the five more just because of how funny that is. It but, is. I love that. Okay, so line. here, job, I, I put a lot of Thank thought. You. I honestly do put a lot of thought in how I rate things. And I obviously immediately rate it on the genre because... That's where it's at. But I do compare it against everything, my entire gaming experience. I don't know that you guys are ever going to, I don't want to say ever, but it's really hard to convince me to change my score on something. You're convinced? I'm, I'm convinced it should be a five. Yeah. That reads like it. That reads like the game. Yeah. Well, and there were things too I was thinking, I didn't think, as I was writing this out and playing the game, I was having so much fun that I wasn't thinking, man, I wish it had this or I wish it had that. Even right now, I'm struggling to think, I don't know, add more mythological characters. That that never even came into my mind. That's no. not something that would, you know, it would enhance it, but it it's not something that I griped about, you know. they. I didn't hear one thing you guys said is left to be desired. And then you also said, whether you like the genre or not, go buy this game. Really, though? Which is in the description yeah. of our five. It's yeah. literally, and it's you right now. I do not like this genre, and I don't. feel compelled based on the way you've described this to go buy it. I genuinely recommend this for anyone, especially because they have God mode. They made it, they made it approachable for anyone. And so that's, I mean, in my mind, we are doing justice to our listeners by giving this a five. I agree. It, this is a five. Yeah. I'm switching, guys. You're, it's five? I'm switching. No heartburn? No heartburn. All right. Tums, I just popped Noice. four of them. <laughs> you heard it here first. Bushley Gaming gives Hades a five out of five. Legendary status. Ugh. And Nick's tummy isn't even hurting. Not, Not even, even hurting. hurting. All right, we're going to go into Jeez. some housekeeping. So upcoming reviews. Guys, I'm looking at you right now. We are. You can't look at both of us at the same time. My mustache? Do you want to bet? Here, come, go, here goes my eyes. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. So we're ending. Right we're here. three days away from the PS5. We're gonna have PS5 soon. We're gonna be playing that. First up is gonna be our actual review of the hardware and kind of the software and the UI and the appearance. That's gonna be our first review a week from the posting of this podcast. A week from the posting of this review. After that, we're gonna be reviewing God of War, then Spider Man, then Miles Morales. So we've got our schedule locked. We're excited for it. It's gonna be awesome. If there's any requests you have out there for games, let us know. We're open to playing new games, indie games, JRPGs, whatever you want. We'll Even play mobile it. games. Even mobile games. Speaking of which, Nick, 
you've been playing some mobile games. What I have. what upcoming reviews do you have for uh, for the uh, iOS? Yeah, so Beyond a Steel Sky, it's the continuation of the old cult classic Beneath a Steel Sky, yeah. the 2D uh, click and point adventure, uh, which is a pretty cool game. I think it's a big milestone in the mobile world. And Tales of the Neon Sea, a pixelated cyberpunk retro detective game. So That's coming soon. And we're also going to review iBeer. <laughs> <laughs> It took me a second to re- to remember what that was. Everyone dig into the registry of your brain for the incredible app, iBeer, where you could get a, an assortment of mugs, and as you tilted your phone, it looked like you were drinking beer. Eighth grade Ryan thought that was the greatest thing he'd ever seen. I'm picturing the iBeer. iPhone like one right now. Yes. Just no. like the iTouch. Yeah. I was, yeah oh. It was just my, my, I, my On an iPod. Uh, my iPod. Yeah, my yeah, iPod yeah. had right, it. My right, iPod right. Touch. Wow. Anyways, yeah. Be on the lookout oh. for a review of iBeer. iBeer. That one's coming next week. You can contact us at Bush League GMNG on Twitter, at Bush League Ryan on Twitter, and at Nick A. Beard on Twitter. Emailing us, you can email us at Bush League Games uh, at gmail.com. Guys, I need to pull something up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got our first email. No. Uh-oh. We got our first email? We got our first email. Shout out. What? Jacob's mom. Four months in. <laughs> Jacob's mom. Dude, she already emails you. You know that. Jacob's mom has got it going on. Oh, she's, she's all I want. I can't sing that part. And I've waited for so long. <laughs> Jacob, don't you say that you're not, not the boy for me. No, 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 I might be young, but I'm in love with Jacob's mom. Notice I didn't sing the parts that yeah, you did good. were inappropriate. I'm proud of you. Wise for of me. you. Yeah. Anyways, our first email. Shout out Jacob's mom. <laughs> Shout out Jacob's mom. The email reads, I wish the co-host Nick would have more game experience. What? <laughs> Get <laughs> out of here. Really I'm, reading, I'm not going to show you who it is, but that's it right there. I read that. Wait, you got to show me who it is because I got to know if it's a poser or not. Oh, <laughs> your cousin! Wow. Your cousin said that, Nick. Jake it's says. Ryan's mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, uh, our first email was a troll email from one of our best friends, Nick's cousin, one of my best friends, Jake Sims. Shout out to Jake Sims. Hey, Jake. If you are out there listening and want to troll us as well, the email's a great spot. Whoa! We'll read your e- troll email on yeah. air, and please. Make it directed at Nick. Always because, Nick. Of course, um, yeah. He's sort of the lightning rod because he can handle it. Yeah, I yeah. have a super sensitive email. That is so not Do true. not insult That me. is not true. Matt from Assemble, please email us and direct yeah. it directly Matt, at Ryan. Please. Actually, if you can write, if you can write like <laughs> For the a... the sake of the rest essay, of my life. Yeah. <laughs> we'll read the entire essay. Anyways, those are the places you can contact us. Visit our website, bushleagaming.com. There you can find a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash bushleagaming. No pressure with that. But also there on the website is our merch. Merch store is live. Awesome hoodies, awesome hats, awesome baseball tees. They're live. They're in the world now. People yeah. are wearing them. Out in the... Uh, out in the public. Out in the public. Nick, you, you were wearing a hoodie when you came over here. Tell us yeah. about this hoodie. Yeah, it's soft. It's soft. silky soft. Cashmere? It runs, it, yeah, cashmere. Egyptian silk. Chinchilla. Chinchilla. For, yeah. Exactly. No chinchillas were harmed in the making of our hoodies. None. Right, 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 right. right. Runs a they were small. dead. They were yeah. already dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it runs nope. a little small. If, you, if, you're, if you're typically wearing a large, maybe get an extra large. Yeah, but I, it's a fantastic wise, hoodie. Wise words. Yeah. Embroidery you, on, the, on the, the chest? The embroidery is unmatched. But if you wear a small, you might How wear a How many stitches is that? 17 chinchillas. 17 chinchilla stitches. Anyways, check out the store. It's fun stuff. We appreciate, the, we appreciate you supporting us. That's it for this week. 
Tune in next week for our review of the PlayStation 5. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I love you. Bye. Got some pretty suggestive texts. <laughs> yeah. About his father. <laughs>